All right, just saying, back at it, Doc B in the remote garage studio. Yes, I am. Yeah, you like you got, it? You like? You like? It sounds good, so I can't hate it right now. <laughs> you got Mark in the basement, and uh, we're going to start uh, with basketball. Let's start off uh, just about where we are. Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals. Love it. Uh, Nuggets. Love it. Nuggets actually coming back and beating the heavily favored Clippers. Doc, what's your two cents on that? Well, I think that the Clippers, I, I, I saw this coming because the Clippers have, and this is going to be crazy, they have amassed too much talent. They had too much, and I think Doc Rivers, you know, part of this thing was trying to put it together and things like that. They were doing everything to beat the Lakers. That's they, they just added people just so the Lakers wouldn't get them. And I think they just had too much talent and they just ran into a team that was more a cohesive team and they got exposed. All right. I saw this kind of from the beginning myself where I saw just the talent they were acquiring. I mean, Kawhi was the smart move. Yep. You want to build that team. You want to take that next step. A player like Kawhi, without a doubt, top three player in the league. Some might say one, some might say two, some might say three. I won't argue with you because it depends on the game he's having at the time. Top, top two. There's no way he falls to three. But All right. Ahead. So we'll give him top two, but – it was, it was, I, I see what you're saying about having too much talent on a team. And it had that whole feel of like an all-star team thinking that that is going to work when yes. they just, they had scorers. They had people that were famous for defense, but I never, I just didn't feel that it ever clicked that it right. was ever a team instead of a group of players. Right. And, and, and to be fair, the pandemic, the stoppage probably affected that. They, they didn't have the time to gel, you know, like they, they may have gel. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you just look across and you look, I'll be, I'll say this. I saw what Jamal Murray could do. And I saw what the nuggets were personally. I thought the nuggets were three years away from being the team that they are now Three that was years. my that, did I you saw, see the nuggets left the nuggets what, what were they last year top three seed if, if, if i i thought that i thought they were in a division uh not a conference but i thought their personal division was a little weak at the time and i thought they were taking care i thought they were taking advantage of t playing teams that had one player instead of a team hmm. so i thought that the i thought because of how young they were and their very contract-friendly team that they had, that they were three years away from getting a couple role players to being what they are now. But obviously, their players had something else to say, and yes. they are completely taking advantage of it. I absolutely love it. I am a bandwagon Nuggets fan. Jamal Murray, uh, apparently, both our teams had a chance of getting Jamal Murray, and we both <laughs> slept on that. But I can't complain because I also have Jason Tatum on my team. More on him in a second. The Nuggets, to me, are exactly what the NBA needs. The NBA is a – they have solidified stars, but it took a while for them to have rising stars. And I feel like a guy – I feel like just about the top two players on the Nuggets are going to be the future of the NBA. Do I think they stay there? We'll see. Because that's the problem with having a team like Denver, which is a great sports market, but the problem is they never really stay in a market like that because they get attracted to the Miamis, the New Yorks, the LAs. And that's kind of the Chicago's 
used to be that kind of market. But you know what I'm saying? They attract them and then they get ridiculous contracts and they never really pan out. So I am excited that the Nuggets have taken that extra leap forward and are going full boat. And the fact that they've come back from two three-to-one series and are now I actually think the they I don't know if they beat the Lakers, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, they take it seven. They don't. I wouldn't be surprised they take they it don't. seven. They don't. Are you they saying don't. that because you're you're a Lakers fan? I get it. No, no, you're a Lakers, no, 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 you're a Lakers no, fan. No, I got I, it. You got I, the AD I, jersey. I am it's totally fine. A, you bought the am, big baller sneakers when when <laughs> when they were on. It's I'm still fine. I'm still waiting on them. I'm still yeah. waiting on them. Wait, the keep keep waiting. <laughs> so listen, I am an objective analyst. So I look at things objectively as you have shown that you don't. So no, why would I? <laughs> I'm not as so, rational as you are, doc. We've established so the first, this. The first thing, if you say Denver, you know, they're a young team, let's not get starstruck over Denver. They are a good young team. They're well coached. They have good young talent, but there are a lot of teams like that in the NBA. Right. Uh, Portland fits that mold. Utah fits that mold. I I can even make a case for Phoenix fits uh, uh, that mold. So there's a lot, a lot of good young talent and a lot of good teams uh, uh, that are out there. Um, Denver, I I think that the Joker Mm -hmm. is the real deal. He he got in shape. Uh, Joel Embiid, are you listening? Uh, He... (laughs) He he got in shape. He can shoot. Yep. Uh, he can switch. He can defend. He moves his feet. Like he is. He he's a. I don't. I don't. I don't want this to come off wrong. It only will now, though. He's, he's a poor man's Dirk. Not as good as a shooter as Dirk, but it okay. reminds me a little. Dirk. Dirk Dirk was more better of a shooter. Sure. Uh. Uh, Jokic, I think, is a better defender. Yep. And especially for a big man. He, he can, can pass get, the ball, too. Don't get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's what I, I will say about the town. Uh, I think that the Lakers are locked in. Mm-hmm. I think that um, when you have a LeBron and you have an AD the way he is, and you have some good role players, I think Rondo, when it comes down to it, will come to play. I think that Dwight Howard, uh, you know, don't don't discount that size. He can add something to it. So I just think that um, they will win this series. I don't yeah. think it'll go seven. I think uh, six at the most. That that's a stretch. Well, that's this is stretch. well. They're already kind of, and I just read this today before we jumped on, but I did see this that the Lakers have actually presented a case to the NBA that LeBron James is not nearly getting his fair share of free throws, even though there are posit- they are positive that the hard-charging forward is getting fouled plenty by the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. So now I think is this is where the, the part of the NBA where people kind of roll their eyes about is, and, and I went through this personally when Toronto was playing the Celtics and you had Nick Nurse just calling out those refs, and all of a sudden you're starting to get some friendlier calls when well, you see somebody roll no, through. No, no, nobody wants to see Denver and Miami in the finals. I do. I would watch that. <laughs> I would watch that. Okay. 
Uh, a diehard. A, 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 excluding, a, excluding you. Okay. No one wants to see Denver <laughs> and Miami in the finals. Well, you know, you say that, but then you, you look back and you look at some of the playoffs that have happened. And yeah, you know, people want to pay to see. Right now, I think everybody wants it. The NBA had their way and they could rig the deck, which they probably will. They want to see Boston LA. That is the, the cornerstone rivalry that helped bring back the NBA. Yes. And me as a Celtics fan, I'm almost sick of it. I hate anything that is purple and yellow together because that is what is bred into me. But I would actually like to see the – I would like to see a Murray versus Tatum or, you know, a Jokic versus Bam. I would like to – I would see that as a basketball fan. I would like to see that. My, my, my friend – Tatum, and we'll get to this because you, you keep trying to throw him in there. Yeah. Tatum has been exposed. He mm. is a great young player, but when you see players stepping up to the moment, he has not done that. He had one of the worst Terrible. halves. Terrible. You know. Let's get into it right now. Let's just get into it right now. Let's do it. This, yeah. this is where this is a platform where you're supposed to step up. This is supposed to be your Absolutely. team. You were supposed to do it. He was flat out terrible. And he's been a disappointment in this series against a five seed. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say in the playoffs. But, yes, in this series, he yes, has been a disappointment. I take it back, and I don't know if you heard this story, but after game, I think it was – Three, the Celtics uh, in their own locker room had a little bit of a yelling match. Yep. And that is kind of when I put my ears up and said, we're in a lot of trouble. You're in a lot of trouble trouble because you you have role players calling people out. You're a role player. Stay in a role. Sure, sure. Stay in a role. But I will say this. I think that if the Celtics win the next game, where it is right now, three to one, if the Celtics win the next game, it will go seven. I'm calling that right now. Okay. If, they, if they show a fight like they did after they were down and they came back and they made it two to one and they showed after game three, I need game three. So I thought I was getting that after a rush. As a Celtics fan, I'm looking up and I'm like, okay. I'm glad after- you admitted that you're a Celtics fan. I get the tattoo on my chest. I got the, you know, listen, I got the Paul Pierce truth tattoo, the same one he has on the forum. Best analyst in the game is Paul Pierce. Oh, Uh, that was just for you. But if they, if they actually, I think that they need to start matching Miami with what they do. I don't know if they're that team. They can't. But they need to have, they need to have a guy, and he tried to do this, but Jalen Brown tried to start putting his head down and getting more aggressive. Then he decided to get aggressive on the defensive end and give him, get himself in foul trouble for the first five minutes. The Celtics right now are getting punched in the face. So, when so, 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 so I hate to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, you don't. You're right. I don't, but I had to say that. Yep. I want it. I want to acknowledge, and I want our viewers and our listeners to know that it had to be two to three weeks ago that I told you Mm. that the Celtics, I told you a few things. 
So one, I told you the Celtics were soft. And you didn't like that. But I told you that. I told you that Spolstra is underrated as a mm. coach. And he is a great coach. I think and I said told, it. I think, I think he said and, he was perfectly rated. I and, didn't and, and, and you, you tore me to pieces over that. Mm. I told you that Miami, which I called mm. three weeks ago, mm-hmm. probably before that, mm. I called Miami. Right. I said they're tough. No. They play hard. I'm remembering this. They play this. smart. They're sure. well coached and they're a yeah. great organization. I said all of that. Mm. And all of that is come. I see your face. I can see you. This is this, yeah. this, this, this isn't on the phone. This is I'm joking. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, so, just come so on. I said all of this. So mm. for you to sit here now and say, oh, the Celtics got punched in the mouth. I'm the guy that told you three weeks ago, watch out. You're about to get punched in the mouth. As an obnoxious Celtics fan as I am, I will say this out loud. That if they lose this series, they will. If they lose this series, they might be the biggest group of frauds that ever walked into the bubble. I won't say that. I, I will. It was, it was handed to them to make it to the finals this year. It was handed to them. This is, this is, everything was laid out. You, you can't look at what they matched. Look at what they match with. They got a team that they notoriously own. Sorry, Doc, but they notoriously oh, own the Sixers in the playoffs. Ouch. Notoriously. Then they get Toronto, a team that they bullied during the regular season. And now they get a team that on paper has inferior talent as them. I said on paper. Mm-hmm. The fact that they are getting bullied and beat and they 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 keep trying. It looks like... The, Offensively, I'm almost fine with what they're doing. Almost. Last night, uh, game, what was that? Game four? Game five? Four. 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 In game four, that was the worst offensive game I think they've ever played. They started figuring out in in the second half, and they they made it somewhat competitive, but then the fourth quarter got out of their hands. It was already too late. And Hero just carried – he he wore the cape. He was the hero. Yes. He lived up to his own name. Yes. Um. He's, he's got they theme just, music now. They, he has theme music now. He's got – listen, he has his own wings at Magic City now. Forget <laughs> Lou Williams. Hero has it at King – he has it at King oh. of Diamonds too. He's got his own booth next to Rick Ross. He doesn't have to do another thing in the NBA. M-I-A-O. That's it. He's got – listen, he's got everybody on the call. Like Trick Daddy is hooking him up. He's putting slip and slide back together and getting Hero a record I, I don't deal. think he wants to hang with Trina. Okay. Well, well, Tri- well, Trina's definitely going to slide in the DM after this. But I will – shout out to Cappuccino, by the Let's way. Let's go City Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go City Girls. So, if, I, if you look at the first three games they played, they're, they were scoring on par. But it seems like they just get in their own way where they can't decide if they're playing zone or man any time that they're in the defensive end. They can't figure out what defense they are even playing. And it took a guy coming back that they haven't seen play in Gordon Hayward to actually open, uh, open up their offensive realm a little bit just to give them some breathing room. Would so, you, would you, uh, are you gonna, when are you going to admit that you're a better team without Gordon Hayward? I think we are a better team without Gil- okay. Gordon Hayward. I, like, listen, he, he, I want him to be good. I want him to contribute because I feel bad his first day wearing the uniform. He broke his leg in half. Yeah. And then he really hasn't been healthy since. Because of the contract, because of everything, they keep trying he's, to force that guy He's in Brad's there. boy. He's the head coach's boy since college. Mm-hmm. 
and they keep they keep trying to bring him along and you see flashes of who he used to be you see flashes of who he used to be. no you know in, you can you can say in game three he he scored six points but you saw that he is an unselfish player who can drive and he can still move and he can dish the ball and he has good vision on the court you see one aspect of his game and you're like oh, okay oh there's a nice pass oh wait there he is oh cross somebody up oh there he is going for the rebound and then you see him not even being covered with wide open shots so and he doesn't even make the rim so let me jump in and let me say let me say this let, let me let me help you out mm-hmm. so the end this is the way that the nba works the nba is the same old the same old same old so you can have a lot of talent you can but the playoffs are a totally different animal in the NBA. Totally so agree with this. You. This is, is what, where you make your bones. So this is what happens. This this is what happens. And I and I'm going to help you with the Celtics. I'm going to help you out. You know, Please, I need all the help I right, can get. With I'm going to help Please. you out. You can thank me once I'm done. But mm. I'm going to help you with the Celtics because I told you with the NBA more than any other sport, it's about the matchups. It's yep. always about, especially when you get into the playoffs, it's the reason that uh, 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 Toronto went to the finals last year. It's the reason certain teams get to certain places against other teams that you would think, oh my God, they have no business beating that team. So the Celtics have a lot of good young talent. They do. What they don't have is some savvy veterans, some 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 guys to do the dirty work, or some guys that have been there that can bring them in. So I know when I said, and this may seem harsh, when I said Kemba was a loser, I called Kemba Walker a loser. You yes, did. I did. And you I did. Know that, and I know that seems harsh. You're proud of it, though. You're seeing. But you're seeing that what I said mm. was true. Kemba, unfortunately, very talented. He mm. doesn't know how to win. He's lost now. He hasn't been in this situation. He does not know. You have good young talent, and you have no one to bring them along. Flip it to a team like Miami that has young talent, but you got a guy who's come in that's a winner, that that took the the Timberwolves to the playoffs, the only time they've ever been in the playoffs. Other he, than it, hold on, what's your definition of winner in that statement? Well, my definition of winner is you look at him. He has he has heart. Mm. He's tough. Yeah. Uh, uh, he has skills. Sure. He wins. He's he's not going to let you lose. He's going to fight. He wants fighters with him, and that energy feeds off to other players on the team. So this is my whole problem with people who are Jimmy Bucket flag wavers. Um, This is my problem. This is is my problem with anybody who is just Jimmy, Jimmy, Butler, the Butler did it, all this stuff. He hasn't done anything in the league yet. To call where, him a winner. Where, where has he? Hold on, because you're being disrespectful again. 
You call him I'm a winner. Not, I'm not. Hold on. When I say he, my definition, you asked me my definition of a winner. No, mm. I'm not saying he has rings. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, he is that person that if you put on your team, you as a Celtic fan, you would want Jimmy Butler on your team. Absolutely. Because he would push Jason. He would get Jason Tatum's ear and have him playing out of this world. Jimmy Butler had the Sixers a bounce <laughs> a bounce oh, yeah. oh, no, I, going I, I, I agree to the you. Eastern Conference Finals. But this is year. this is so, my so point. you have to give him his 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 credit. To say he's a winner though is tough. Well, I can look around and I can say Kawhi's a winner. Well, well, LeBron's a winner. This. Well, let me say this. I just want to say I don't want to get into a Jimmy Butler debate. I just want to say that because remember I'm helping you with your Celtics. Yes, this that, is I'm on that, the couch right now. Yes, that my friend mm-hmm. is what you are missing. You have the coach. You have the young talent. Again, right. the young talent that when they get to this. And because they're young, they may be feeding, they may be feeling themselves. They're like you. They they listen to you. Like, hey, it's ready made for you to go to it's right. Take you know, it. It's it, there for you. Right. The they're bad li- the bad guy's gone. Giannis is gone. They're that was your block. They're listening to you. So you need a guy like Jimmy that's gonna come in and be like, listen, and push him. You better be ready to fight. We gotta fight tonight. We every possession, everything, and leads by example i'm going to show you how to do the dirty work so the rest of the people in the nba more your best player has to be your hardest worker he has to lead by example and if he's able to be coached then the other guys fall in line like hey if 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 coach got on him then i got to get in line so it helps with the overall team that is what you're missing that 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 is is definitely what you're missing. All right, let's uh, get to something that will actually make me smile because that just made me like, just cry inside. Uh, 100%. This team is going to put me in an early grave, and uh, that's just uh, that's just it. That's well, just I will DJ at your wake. Just well, let's just say let's just end on this. If the Celtics get bounced, they will. should should Brad if if should Brad or Danny Ainge go? No. Okay. Not at, all. at least we agree with that. Not at all. But Danny needs to to stop hoarding picks and use them to actually pick right. Well, I I don't even know if he needs to pick right at this point. Like I just said, I think he needs to use those picks and acquire some... Solidified talent. You know... Solidified uh, players. Let's say this. Andre Iguodala could help you guys. He could have helped you Absolutely. Patrick Beverly could help us too. I don't... Patrick Beverly is a dumpster fire. I I like Patrick Beverly. Right, right. He's angry. I love him. Yeah. He's not going to help you. But, you know, you need to look for that veteran experience, can give you a little bit of minutes, and can be that coach on the floor with the young talent that you have. You have talent. You have talent. Yeah, they just need a little bit. But, you know, I – I have a feeling, and this is where I'll end on on the Eastern Conference Finals and with the Celtics. Is I'm keep I keep being told Tatum's 22, Jalen Brown's not even 25, and we have all this young talent, young talent, young talent. When are they finally going to be the guy? That is my question, and I'm getting I'm going to get to a point where probably if we don't see a progression next year, 
Hey, listen, you don't get a banner for showing up to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't care how many times in a row. This is, I, I keep telling you, you're not listening to me. Look, your coach is young. Your team is young. Hmm. You need somebody to come in and bully and them. Show them. They need, they need that. They need, they have talent. Hmm. There are a lot of intangibles that you have to have in there to get to this, to, to, to get to where you're trying to go. All right, so just transitioning over, first off, I wanted to talk about our guy that we talked, uh, that we're both fans of, that we thought should have got a job, especially an interview in Philly. Billy Donovan, formerly of OKC, announced as the next head coach of the Chicago Bulls. How do we feel about him, one, taking that job, and do we think he will take the Bulls to at least a playoff contender? I'm not going to say they're a playoff team, because there's a lot of holes on that lineup, could he be the person to make them a playoff team, not necessarily this year, but the year after? I think so. And I admire Billy Donovan for uh, taking that job. Um, It's not an easy job. It's a rough Um, market to be in, especially if you're a coach. It is. It is a rough market they've gone through. But Billy Donovan is a good coach, and he wants to challenge – and I admire him for taking the challenge and not going the easy route, right. trying to go to a, 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 a ready-made team. So I think that he can get them to a playoff contender. What are we talking? Um, he picked a division with the pretty much the man in the East, though. I mean, he's going to see Giannis a lot more than most teams, being is there a few hours around the road. I get it. I get it. Um, he didn't pick an easy job. I give him a lot of credit for that. I, I give him credit for that. I, yeah. I, I like it. I, I, I definitely. He didn't go like the Duck Rivers route. That. <laughs> I, I, I definitely like it. I definitely think he did a, a, a good thing by taking that spot. But I think he'll do a good job. It, 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 now it's more so they have to build that team. They yeah. have to build the team. As much as I like Levine and his dunks, he should be a third option on a, on a easy. good team. Easy. Easily. Easy. And they're, they're many pieces away. Yes. And they've gone through a lot of hardships. Being, and you know what? Anyone who's still a Chicago Bulls fan, I give a lot of credit to, because yep. they've had a rougher patch than most where you had the guy we just talked about. You had Jimmy. You had D. Rose, MVP. Mm-hmm. You, you had these guys coming in, and you're like, oh, this is – this is something. This is, you know, this is this could be the second run that we've been told about after after Jordan. This could actually be it. To get it ripped away and to have the teams that you've had where it's just been ugly basketball in a good basketball market makes it makes it rough for anyone to still wear the colors. Well, I think what's happening now with um, I think and, and this is the ownership uh a general manager hat. I think they're in a place that they want to develop talent. You have to develop talent. And that's very important. Um, I think their last coach, his name escapes me, but he was too tough. Like he treated, you know, I, you know, I got sources. He treated them. Yeah, I do. I have the sources. You know, he treated them like they were in, in, still in college. You know, again, you know, the NBA is different. The NBA, you're dealing with young kids that you have to be able to relate to 
but they're still grown men. They're, they're millionaires. Uh, you will go before they go. And you have to relate to them. And you have to relate to each one differently. You know, and you have to teach them and you have to coach them. So you got to do everything. So sometimes the disciplinarian, that college mentality that, oh, you have to do what I say, doesn't work. You, you end up losing the players. So I think that's what happened with the last coach. So I like Billy Donovan because to me, Billy Donovan has shown he can coach. No Proud of England guy. He would, no Providence, Providence College, Big no, East guy. You got to no, love him. No matter what you've given him, he's shown that he can coach. He can develop some of these players. He did a good job of developing players out in OKC. Yeah. So I think that's what they're banking on. I will say one thing. I, I This is the one thing I found interesting is that he didn't want to really hang around for a rebuild in OKC. And that was kind of like, you know, he got a taste of the playoffs and he wanted to stay there. But I found it interesting that he chose the Chicago Bulls. Now, we don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head how many zeros were on that check to convince him. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of odd that he took a team that has almost been rebuilding since – D-Road tore up his leg? So. Well, we don't know. And, and again, you know, um, in OKC, Sam Presti, who's done an incredible job. Amazing job. Amazing job. give it to him. Yep. You know, Sam Presti, and you never know with these situations. Maybe him and Sam Presti didn't see eye to eye. His mm-hmm. contract was up, and he just decided. You know, if, if I'm Chicago, I give Billy Donovan whatever he wants. <laughs> I give him whatever he wants. So yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, maybe maybe he wanted some, you know, uh player to, you know, uh some general manager duty, some say so in the picks and, and that all old, that like, stuff. That old like you know, that that phony baloney title that's uh president of basketball operations, which just basically means you're the GM and the coach. Right. Like thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yes. he has a GM in it used to be Paxson, but Paxson got bounced. I think it's Mark yeah. Eckersley. Am I saying his name right? I think he's a I GM think in Chicago. Right. Yeah. yeah, so I will say, hey, Bulls, good hire. Billy, I don't know if that was the market you were looking to go to, but I'm glad you're not coaching the Knicks. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> now, to switch over to another coach real quick, is Doc Rivers on the block? Let me just jump on this because I have some thoughts on this. Okay. Being as I've seen Doc, I'm a fan of Doc. Good player. I say good player. Mm-hmm. Good player when he played. Hell of a coach in Orlando for what he did. Yep. Became that next step in Boston. Yep. Saw the, what the direction of the team was going to be and decided to run out and take a certified thing with the Clippers. And he's had a boatload of talent, hasn't done a mu- enough with it. And the funny thing is he left Boston because he didn't want to rebuild anymore. Since he's left Boston, they haven't made the playoffs only once. So – I don't know if I'm act. I, I don't want Doc to fail, as I was a big Doc fan when he was wearing the, when he was wearing the green and on the bench. I thought he did a hell of a job. Okay. Um, but you do I, know he you do know that his team was stacked, right? Absolutely. You, you, you do absolutely. Know that. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. But I will say, I will give him credit for being able to coach three drastically different egos and Eddie House. So I will give him credit for dealing with. A guy who is a supreme alpha I, in KG. I, I don't think it's hard to coach KG. I think I that think it might be – li- I think it's a little hard to coach KG because I get it. And as much as – hey, listen, I, I love KG. But I think he thinks he's the coach as well at yes. times, yes. a little too much. Okay. And you also have a very prideful guy in Paul Pierce who 
wanted it to be known that it was still his team when he had Kevin there and Ray. When and then you had Ray. That, right. <laughs> and then I agree with that. I love you, Paul, but it wasn't. It was KG's team. Um, then you had Rondo, who got into fights with him all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you had Ray, who got into his emotions, became Drake out of nowhere, got in his emotions, and decided to go to your big rival. And before that, he's complaining. I, I give Doc credit for doing what he did and what, if you actually read anything about it now, and it's fascinating, how much of a borderline time bomb that was at times with those egos in one row. So, but so, so I think that I think that when you're handed a number one pick, you're handed one of the best, literally the NBA handed you Chris Paul because he should have been a Laker. He handed you Chris Paul. And then you get DeAndre Jordan who – when he was in his prime, was one of the better big men in the league. Yes, he was. And then you're handed Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Now, Paul did not live up to his end, but it's your job to make sure he does. You are the coach. You are the, the man. Well, I, I think Doc should get his walking papers. Well, well let, let, let's say this, because you're, you're all over the place. So let me, let me reel it in. Let me Please. reel it in. Okay. Please do. I, I, I'm getting. I, I'm still Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero. So okay. <laughs> so, um, should Doc's seat be a little hot? Yes, it should. Yes, it should. I don't think Doc has reached the conference finals um, since he's been there. So for that reason alone, and especially this year when you had all the talent or whatever like that. So a seat should be hot. Now, the one thing, when people talk about firing coaches is that you can't just, or you should not just fire coaches unless who's going to replace them. You have to have a replacement. Doc is a good coach. So I'm not just going to throw out the baby with the bathwater. So, like, you really, you like that? I did. (laughs) I did like that one. you're, You're really... Got to get, let's get the shirts getting made. The shirts are getting made yeah, right now. You really got to think it through. Now, the thing with, you know, let's call it for what it is. It hasn't been peaches and cream out there in the West Coast. He's had San Antonio he's run up against. He's had the Lakers he's run up against. So he hasn't just folded. You know, he, he's lost to some some. But you're acting like he didn't have challenges when he was in the East dealing with LeBron oh, well, and the not, Pistons I, I, when they I, were hot. I, 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 so he had a young LeBron. When, when you guys, when, according to KG, did your so-called owned LeBron, they LeBron did. may have been, what, 22, 20? Oh, you're giving him too much credit. He's older than that. Well, he, he was in his he, mid-20s. He wasn't ready. He for sure. Oh, he he was the same age as Jason Tatum. Let's put it that way. That 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 hairline was retreated more than it was then. Yeah, yeah. So so, no, you 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 can't you can't compare that or that situation. This year, right here, and and if I'm correct, Doc had president. He had player personnel. No, oh, he's, he's got all the titles. They, they stripped. No, I think they stripped that from him. I think Doc went too far when he when he when he traded for his son. Like that's when I think they were like, <laughs> okay, this, this is a little great. out of control. Oh, so so they already so when they start stripping any business when they start stripping titles from you, 
that's when the writing's kind of on the wall. So I think Doc is on the hot seat. I don't think he should be fired. I think this next year coming up, I definitely think is a make or break year. You got yeah. Kawhi. We, you, you had to take Paul George because that's what Kawhi wanted. So you had to do that. They've gotten you everything that you wanted. So now, Doc, it's on you. You're right. Uh, it's, uh, Doc is just the head coach now. But I will say that you're handed, handed so many players time after time. And you're handed so much talent. Granted, the West is a different animal. But you've been through some fights when you were in the East. And then you played Kobe a couple times in the finals as well. Kobe with Paul, his second time going. Those were really good Laker teams you were going up against too. And you won. You went one and one against them, but took them to seven. All this, like, You were there and you've been through this before. How do you have a guy who just proved himself and then just can't get the rest of the team? And this is... This is exactly what I think the problem was, is you talk about player coaches. I think Doc gets a little too friendly at times, and he can't really separate himself from being a player or a coach that was a player, and he has a hard time being tough. That, that's what I personally think. And I just think that Doc should really, if they have an end-of-the-season meeting with him, they really just need to – Say, Doc, you get one more year and then we're looking around. Well, I don't think you, you can't come out and say that because if I'm Doc Rivers, I say I'm out of here because let, let's, let's call it what it is. Doc Rivers hits the open market. He can have his pick of whatever job. Well, not, the Chicago, not the Chicago Bulls anymore. Not the Chicago Bulls anymore, but he can have whatever. There are some teams that will fire their coaches to get Doc Rivers. Fair. I mean, yeah. fair. But I think that... I don't know. I, 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 think, I, I, think, I think you're a little too hard on him. I think – I'm not I saying might that be. he doesn't deserve any blame, but you, he's lost to – and we can look it up, but he's lost to the Houston Rockets when James Harden was, 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 was scoring like crazy. He's lost. Again, there's no shame in losing – to that San Antonio dynasty. No, you There's can't. There's no shame in losing to that. Yeah, but at the same time, how many times do you have to be handed the tools? I, 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 I completely, if you go just off of that, like I said, from the jump, my answer was, is his seat hot? Yes. Doc, we've gotten you everything you want. You haven't going to a conference final. So, yes, just to be fair, Yes, your seat should be hot. It definitely, definitely should be hot. So it's again, but, but to go straight out and fire him right now, you have to ask yourself, okay, if I fire Doc Rivers, who's, who's replacing him? Not unless you replace him with a Tyron Lue who's, who's on the bench, who's sitting right there. You know, other than that, you know, I, I don't – do you say, hey, Doc Rivers' voice is, is – is, is and, and let's say this. Let's call it what it is. Do you place this loss on Doc Rivers? Because I'll be honest, this year may not have been on him. Paul George gave you nothing. Paul George, if, if Doc draws up plays, but Paul George gives you nothing, what I mean, is it Doc's fault? What's the old saying? Players win games, coaches lose. <laughs> 
you know, I, I'm just saying, if, if I, I'm, like I said, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I'm not, I'm not getting. Let's keep the baby in the bath to make sure a little bit longer. There's, okay. there's, <laughs> there's parents listening, but let's transition over to our favorite sport, football. Let's go. And it has been interesting. It has been captivating. I'm even watching Cincinnati play Cleveland. I'm about to watch. I didn't do that. I'm about to watch Jaguars <laughs> Dolphins tonight. I'm, I want it. I want it. I want it. Give me. I'm addicted to football. I could talk football all day. So let's jump right into it. That's Where cool. we are right now, we are about to start week three officially, even though I never consider the Thursday game starting the week. Okay. Uh, I think Thursday, they, they basically just, I can get too greedy with Thursday night football, but that's it. I'm a football whore. Give it to me. Um, where it sits right now, who do you think are contenders? And it might be a little bit too early, but some of them are already making moves to, show, to wake up the NFL. Who do you think are contenders and who do you think are frauds? Hmm. It's hard to say after two weeks. Normally, I like to give it at least three. Hmm. I like to give it at least three. Um, let's see. Let me let let's see. give me a list. Give me. A I'll list. give you. I'll, I'll give you. I mean, I'll give you mine, and you're not gonna like it. But I think the first me, fraudulent team is the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you mean fraudulent? So, I think that they were considered. They they brought up a lot of pieces. They were a playoff team last year. I think you're lucky if you go 500 right now. Well, I'll say this. Let, let, we can stop right there. Mm-hmm. So they're not a fraud because they're not contenders. They're not contenders at, 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 at all. Um, if I could just, you know, speak on them for a second. Sure. Howie Roseman, speaking of the seat being hot. Very. Howie Roseman, he's, he's on 350 right now. I'm sorry. They just turned it up to 400. He's, baking right now yeah he is Um, you have him for thanksgiving right now yes 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 you can um this team is a disaster Hmm. Uh, i know it's only two games can they turn it around and can they win some games uh perhaps but when you look deeper it's no uh uh if you really look into it they did not make moves because they couldn't make moves because they are in cap jail. They have to cut salary. They can't take on any salary because of the moves that Harry Roseman has done. Who, what team in the league, what smart team in the league gives uh, over to mid 30 year old wide receivers, big money, big contracts. Who? The Patriots. No, they don't. That that are worth it. Maybe the Bears. Who who does that? Deshaun, which Deshaun's my guy, but I, you know what Deshaun is. Deshaun was your Deshaun was your guy in the, like about ten years ago. He was yeah, well, he was the guy. He, he, even then, I knew what Deshaun was. Deshaun right. is the man when the temperature is above seventy degrees. He's sure. not going across the middle. He's a one. I don't think he ever really has. Has he ever been notorious for going through the middle, or does oh, no, he just kind of stay on the sidelines? No, no, he's, he's a speed guy. He, yeah, he goes one way, and then once the weather gets cold, he doesn't help you. He doesn't block. He doesn't do anything. But now that he's gotten older, he gets injured. He gets hurt. The wind yep. hits him. But Howie, trying to recapture his prime, signed him to a deal. 
Like, why do you do him? Like, and then you have Nelson Aguilar, who's another old injured receiver that's still out. But they're tying Alshon, up. Yeah, I think you mean. I think you mean Jeffrey. Alshon. Yep. Your boy Aguilar just won a game uh, out of nowhere. Aguilar didn't win anything. Yeah. Aguilar didn't win anything. No, he didn't win that game. (laughs) But Alshon Jeffries, you're right. Alshon Jeffries. So you have a lot of money tied up there. Um, Your draft picks, I I don't even want to bore you by going through these draft picks. You drafted draft picks that have not panned out, and there are players that were drafted after that are doing well. And even when you drafted those draft picks, People looked at you like, why are you doing that? And it's all catching up to you now. The line is a disaster. Carson is regressing. You have no receivers. Steps, have no, steps Wentz. You have steps no, Wentz. You, you have no DNs. You have anything. So they will be lucky to win six games. All right, let's just run it down the league right now because I'm just, I'm just looking at some things. The one teams that I, I think actually have winning records right now that are a tad fraudulent, let me just give you a couple of names right here. Uh, the Chicago Bears is one of them. Frauds. Absolutely. I Super think that Mitch, Mitch will come back to earth, I would say, if not this week, the next. Did you call him Mitch? To, oh, no, no. Oh, no, no, not yet. Not yet. Uh, not yet, but I do think. That, that's do, another T-shirt I got coming. There you go. I will say before the end of the year, you will see Nick Foles as their starting quarterback. That's okay. just my personal opinion. I'm also um, going to say the Cardinals might start fizzing out a little bit. I wouldn't say they're a fraud because um, I don't. They are so Super Bowl contender. No, no playoff contender. Wild card team. Rough and and it's only going to be rough for them because in that division, it's tough division. Seahawks. Yeah, you have the 49ers and you have the Rams. Well, that's and I'm sorry for interrupting you. And then I think this is why I elevate them to being a wild card team and kind of fraudulent because of just what's going on in that one division where the Rams, I think, won't go anywhere with Goff. Their defense is kind of just taking them right now. They'll go to the playoffs. I see that the Seahawks, I think it's going to be the same thing as last year where Russ puts them on his back, but then Russ gets meet meet with just an overall better team that he can't beat himself. Okay. And the Niners right now riddled with injuries, so I think that's why people are just mentioning Cardinals because they're new, they're hot, they they got the good-looking coach with the first overall draft pick, and they got the new wide receiver they just gave the farm for. So I think well, you're going to see well, the Cardinals be I, – I almost don't even want to say contenders because I think they barely sneak into a wild-card position because injuries are about to creep up on some teams. Th- this is what happens. So this is how you look at it. When a team has been a consistent doormat, mm-hmm. so for them to get to six to seven wins, God forbid, eight and eight, mm. that is a cause for celebration. Sure. So I think if any team takes a step back this year, it will be the 49ers um, because they've lost some on that defense. Everybody and- who Pro bowler seems to be, have some sort of injury right now. Yeah, so they lost some, and and no one ever really believed in Jimmy G anyway. So I, I would say they take a step back, and I think that gives room for the Cardinals. That's why I wouldn't consider them a fraud. Um, a fraud is somebody that you think is here, and they're just totally 
All right, let's so let's let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. And I say this with a smile on my face. But one team that I think is absolutely fraudulent that was handed everything before a snap was even there is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think that they might be. I think that they might go down as one of the biggest fraudulent teams this year. You know what? Prove me wrong. I hope that Tom and Giselle are hearing this as they work out their hammies, doing stretches while eating the avocado ice cream and all that other nonsense. I think that they are being exposed as Tom Brady is just the guy he was last year. I think that Mike Evans is still trying to figure out how to play with a quarterback who needs him to do something extremely specific instead of go up and make a play. And I think that Gronk looks like he's actually 40 instead of 30. So what you have to do is let's look at the division. So oh, I'm not even done be, with the division. I think the Saints are almost borderline frauds just for losing to the Las Vegas Raiders or whatever their team name is on a Monday night game. I, I, I wouldn't call them dumb, dumb frauds. Drew's looking uh, a little old. He is. He yeah. is. But okay, so what do you have? You have the Saints. You have the Bucks. You have Carolina. The McCa- McCaffrey-less for, uh, Panthers. Yep. Right. You, you have the Panthers. What's the one other team? So the Falcons. Yeah, the so, one who should have fired their head coach five years ago. Right. Right. So how does he still have a job? Hey man. So listen, <laughs> it's somebody so has He's somebody's to win. cousin. Somebody has to win that division. So I would give it to the Saints. I, I don't believe the Carolinas total rebuild mode. They're not doing anything. The Falcons, even though they have talent, we know what they are. They're frauds. They yep. win a few games, but that's it. So it definitely comes down to the Saints and the Bucks. So I wouldn't call them fraud because I don't believe they're going to go. I don't think a Tom Brady team is going to go two and a, a, a fifteen or two and fourteen. Or no, like no, no, no. But I'm saying yeah. they're I'm saying they're fraudulent. Let me just clarify here because they're basically the favorites before the season because started. Who, I don't think anybody picked. I think a lot of people did when they saw the the talent they were just acquiring. Who, on was it Giselle? No, it was uh, what's his name? Um, who Somebody said that it? don't know what they're talking about. Who said it? It was uh, oh yeah, the head coach of the Bucks, uh, Bruce Arians, <laughs> right. my guy, my Kangol, my you know what? Right, right, right. So is, there's no way, you know, they will they be better? Yes, but nobody's saying they're going to win the Super Bowl or or anything like that. So it has I, been I, said. I it I, has I, been said. I won't call him a fraud. What do you think about? And this is real. The real thing that is interesting to me is what do you think of right now Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? So I They're think well. last year the Packers were, what were they, 14-2 uh, and two or something like that? Yeah, and they didn't even deserve to be that. So they may have been the worst. I only say that to say that may have been the worst 14-2 and two team that I've ever seen in Fair the enough. history of watching football. I could, I, I could co-sign um, that. One of the few times we might agree on something. <laughs> so, um, overrated. Um, Interesting. Uh, fraud, fraud is a little harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, only because, only because uh, I definitely think they win that division. Sure. By default. They win that I agree. By default. Completely. You know, it, it, nine and seven. Yep. You know, they, they, they win the division. So, I will give them that. Um, but, I definitely think they're overrated. Anybody thinks that, you know, they're doing something or anything like that. I don't, I don't. Well, I I think, I think it kind of plays out like this. If I could look into the crystal ball, I see the bears kind of coming back to earth, 
the first time they do play the Packers because Rodgers knows how to pick them apart. He's done it for his entire career. The Vikings continue to digress because they have Kirk Cousins. uh, You like that? I don't because you know I'm kind of a Kirk Cousins guy. You (laughs) You like like that. that. You like that. Uh, You like that. But Kirk Cousins is just regressing beyond belief, and Matt Patricia is going to be on the pick. He's going to be in the unemployment line with the rest of us in a couple listen, of weeks. It's just listen, the way it is. Listen, you're talking about Doc Rivers, Matt Patricia. <laughs> that guy. Oh my God. <laughs> but that guy needs to be the first one. They, I heard they're painting a, mur- a mural <laughs> of him at the unemployment office. <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful i'm a little respectful you are disrespectful what is it? so let's switch over to the other side of the ball let's talk afc just going through it let's talk first afc north the way it looks right now you got the browns are going to be the browns the Bengals. i will say is a team i will continue to watch just because i want to see how joe burrows lives up to being the number one pick and even though at the moment he's zero two he could easily be one and one the kid has a lot of talent. Yes, he does. And is doing, I will say, coming out of the gate, unlike a lot of number one overall picks, he actually looks like he is trying to single-handedly win games. I don't think that he's just taking it as a redshirt year in the pros, which some people have, being a number one pick. I think the kid actually has a big competitive chip on his shoulder and is trying to show people I am Joe Burrows from LSU who won a national title. I deserve to be the number one pick. And I'm going to, I think he's trying to show up Baker Mayfield every single game. Well, this is the thing. Um, Since you brought up Baker Mayfield, um, I'll go ahead and make this announcement here. I've already sent uh, certified letters to Hulu uh, telling them that they need to pull those commercials (laughs) because no one wants to see Baker Mayfield. Like Baker Mayfield saying get Hulu makes me want to not get Hulu. I signed up for Amazon Prime just because he was on Hulu. <laughs> so um, Joe Burrows has talent. He has played well. Um, I will say this. It's Cincinnati. And I definitely, I definitely believe it. If there's a way for it to be messed up, it will be messed up. I don't see it happening. Not yet. Sure. Not I, yet. I will, say, I will say that I think that he – and I, this goes back kind of on my point. I think that he is just a kid. Mm-hmm. And a kid is the wrong word. I think that he is like almost man status in the NFL already. The kid has a swagger. The kid puts a zip on the ball. The kid runs for those extra – he – if you watch him in his first two games, he is doing exactly – if he was on another – let's put it this way. You pick him up and you put him on a team that is like Atlanta – they might actually be two at all. It's two games. Let's pump the brakes. He hasn't really played anybody yet. Let's, let's, Fair enough. Let, let's, but let's stay in his division where you have the Ravens and the Steelers both 2-0, and oh, and I'm wondering if Lamar will ever come back to earth. He is looking scary this year. Oh, Lamar's the real deal. Mm. Lamar, Lamar is, is the real deal, and the thing that I like about Lamar, I like his mindset, I like his hunger, I like everything. Um, and Lamar has gotten better every year. You know, Almost every game. Year, Almost yeah, every game. Yeah. The thing I like about Lamar is Lamar can run. We know Lamar can run. But Lamar, what I like about him, he can throw that ball. 
Zips it. He can zip it. Yep. He can read defenses. Like, he can beat you. Like, it, he can't just beat you one way. Like, it's hard to game plan for that guy. Right. So, I think Lamar is a real deal. You know, last year, Tennessee, they, they, they showed the blueprint. Like, you know what? Run the if ball. You, if you get up on him, you keep the ball out, out of his hands, you score. Sure. He, he can't – you got to make him throw the ball, whatever. And he got exposed. And he got exposed. So, I think mm-hmm. this year he's trying to, to, to work that out. I will so, say that I will say that also in that just in that division that Pittsburgh has actually surprised me where I thought they were going to take continuous steps back, but it looks like they're at least yeah, in the early beginning of the season they're, they're looking pretty good. I mean, and, and the contrast to Cincinnati, Pittsburgh is always going to be in it. They're never going to just continuously get worse. Ben, for as long as he plays, is going to give them. A shot. It's mm. it's a culture there. They're tough. They're physical. They're well coached. And 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 even with the talent that they've lost, they still come back. So they're they're going to be in the mix. Yeah, I would say that that defense looks well. I it, it just looks well coached. It looks. I mean, T.J. Watt right now yeah. could actually be. He's the real Watt. He is the real Watt. I will say that that kid is any smaller and he's faster and he knows how to get off that block really fast. He's the real Watt. That kid is quick. I, I, as much it's in my blood just to be a Patriots fan, you have to hate the Steelers just because they are the most obnoxious fans in all of the NFL are Steeler fans. I take that towel and I want to burn it, but I will at least say. Well, you do know they have. What do they have? Five, five trophies? Yeah, I got more than that, so don't worry about. It. I don't. I don't care. I think no. Actually, I think they have. They have seven. They have seven. I have seven. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got my rings in the in the, over there, uh, okay. right next to my <laughs> sleeveless hoodie. But let's get right into it. That the 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 NFC East, which is usually a cakewalk, and the Patriots just walk all over it. AFC East. AFC East. You're right. I will say that I am being a Patriots fan. Do not believe in moral victories after losses, but I will say this. I think that Cam Newton kind of woke some people up after being a couple inches away from taking one in Seattle. So Cam, as much as I like to clown Cam, because I want the best for Cam. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah, Currently, I want the best for Cam. Cam is playing well. He's Very playing. Well. He's playing well, and this is a match made in heaven. Sure. This is a situation, hey, uh, uh, you need a team to showcase, to show people that you're ready so you can get this deal. We need a quarterback. Let's hook up and let's go. Yeah. And that is exactly what it's happening. I will say this, that, you know, this is not, this is something that hasn't really been introduced before, but Cam actually looks like he's having a good time on a team that supposedly, thank you, Lane Johnson, for saying this, says that it is no fun playing for. But it looks like Cam is actually having fun. And even he said it. I, I love him for saying this after the game. He goes, ball's on the one-yard line. Everyone knows I'm getting the ball. It's on me. I need to get that ball in there. And he has, he has already done. He targeted are non-Julian Edelman wide receivers 24 times in one game. Tom Brady would have targeted them three times in that game. And that's three times overall. 
not three apiece. I'm not here to bury Tom Brady. I'm here to praise him. Sounds like I'm just, I'm just saying right now that Cam Newton, I think, has woken up people specifically in that division, which is currently being led by the Bills, who have played nobody but the Jets and the Dolphins. So I think that it's going to be a very competitive AFC East. Doc, I can't wait to watch a game with you when the Patriots are on. And I will say this, and I think you could agree with me that so far in the first two weeks, it has been some pretty entertaining football to watch. And I will also say if someone is deciding to boycott the NFL this year because that's their feelings, I don't even want them back. I will say that. Give me all the NFL, and if you don't want to watch that, fine. Maybe ticket prices will go down, and I'll be able to go to a game. Well, I'll tell you this. I I, got it. I give uh, the NBA and I give the NFL. Um, I'm not much of a hockey guy, so I haven't really watched hockey. It's been good. It's been some, It's been good. But but I give my hat off to these leagues because they've done it in this pandemic. They've done a good job. Absolutely. It look, it looks good. It sounds good. It's entertaining. Like it's very welcoming. Like the, the NBA to me, they, they came first. They really absolutely did an incredible job. But, but I was a little sketchy about the NFL, mm-hmm. but they've actually done a very, very good job. As much of a Goodell hater as I am, I will say that uh, with all eyes being on them and being a little cocky out of the gate, saying everything was going to be on time. I actually might give the NFL a little bit more credit only because the NBA has done it in an isolated area. But hats off Adam Silver. I think Adam Silver is the best commissioner in sports right now. I will say that every day. But I actually give the NFL credit dealing with these state-by-state cases. Some fans, no fans, wildfires in California, massive pandemic happening. We are fining coaches a million dollars or more every time you take a mask off your face that – I give the NFL a lot of credit for so far so good. Well, I, I, let, let me say this. I say that their product has been good. Mm-hmm. It's been very good. It's very entertaining. I appreciate it. I'm not going to give them a medal. I'm not going to go too far because they pushed it for money. Let's be completely honest. They sure. did all this for money. I think that fans in stadiums or this and that is irresponsible. It's only about money. You flying yep. around. The, the, the NFL had the most time to prepare. Like the NBA and, and baseball and hockey, yep. like they had to go through it first. So the NFL had a chance to sit back and really map some things out and look at some things and things like that. But I, I just really think that even in some of these, like, you know, in, down in Jerry World, we're going to have uh, uh, X amount of fans or even in Kansas City, these places or whatever, that's irresponsible. Sure. It's definitely irresponsible. Yeah. So that adds, but, but I get that they're doing it because it's about money. money. Yeah. about money. And they have mine. They have mine right now. I'm about to go buy a Cam Newton jersey. Doc, I'll buy one for you too. You let me know the size. That's okay. I'm not going to wear it. We're going to wrap up on that. <laughs> Doggy, thank you so much for all the insight and my pseudo Celtics therapy session. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. I Just can't wait say to do it out. again. That's my guy.